Learning to love yourself is about you being present in your life and understanding all the positive things that are happening to you, why they're happening to you, and just really enjoying being who you are as a person. Like that's what it really, what really matters. If you're happy with who you are and you're experiencing all these great things in your life, I think that's what's really more important. Hello guys, welcome back to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ebony May, and happy Friday. You know what that means? It is an interview episode, and today it is with Samantha Lee. Sam is a health coach, mind, body, and nutrition practitioner. She is mummy to Sierra Fay, writer of the Embracing Health Guide, and author of the Love Yourself from the Inside Out Self-Love and Recipe ebook. It was so awesome to chat to Sam. She talked about balancing mum life and running a business, relationships with food, and all about self-love and how even at the start of your journey, you can begin to cultivate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Samantha Lee. Samantha, welcome to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be speaking to you today. So am I. So the first thing I ask every guest is what does real health mean to you? For me, health is finding happiness, to have a balanced diet, to not restrict yourself. Health isn't about, you know, doing a particular diet to look at, um, to, to lose weight. So health is about being healthy on the inside and putting nutritious foods into your body, looking at the food groups that are supplied by the Australian dietary requirements and understanding that all those foods are what important to making great health and to making you healthy from the inside. It's not... There is no one way of eating, but keeping a balanced diet and keeping a wide variety of food in your diet will will make you healthy. And also, if you're eating a balanced diet, you're going to have regulated hormones, you're going to be happy, you're not going to feel restricted, you're not going to have high cortisol levels. You know, when you start dieting, you start to have all these other, other things change in your body and it actually makes you more unhealthy. So not dieting. I don't believe in dieting. Um, I think because I've been through so much dieting. Now I just eat a healthy, balanced diet with nutritious foods and I have a treat every now and again. And that's what I believe health is because it will make your mental health so much, so much better. Um, Because if you have a negative relationship with food, your mental health is going to decline. And if I think it's really important for people to understand that you also need to fuel your body, but also have a, a great mental health. I love how you talked about the mind, because I think sometimes when we talk about health, we often neglect the mental side of it. And it's so important. Looking back on your journey and the way that you've spoken about your journey, it seems like you've learned so much. How would you think your perception of health has changed from then to now? I think my perception of health has changed drastically because I used to think that eating healthy was just to eat fruit and vegetables and protein and not to include calcium sources, not to include grains, breads. I used to think those things were bad. I used to think having avocado on toast was a bad thing. So I really needed to understand that it's okay to find pleasure around food. It's okay to be happy and to enjoy those moments with friends and family. Um, Food is really important and is uh, one of the main things that we do socially with our friends and family. So if you're finding pleasure and you're not having that negative relationship around food, you're able to enjoy those moments with friends and family. I do have clients that come to me and say, I can't eat out. I don't want to go to a party. I'm going to a party and I'm already freaking out because there's going to be cakes there, there's going to be pizza there, there's going to be, you know, even 
dip and and crackers and they don't want to feel that pleasure around food with their friends and family because they have such a negative relationship with food. And what I do is I try to get them to understand that you're allowed to experience situations with your friends and family and find pleasure around food because that's what makes you happy. And if that's what makes you happy, you shouldn't be worrying about about labeling foods and how your body's going to process them and if you're going to gain weight. That's so true. Next segment is the real recap. So how has your last week been? My my last week has been great. I've been really busy. My little one's turning one next week. So I have been in full party mode, organizing her party. Um, and I'm really excited to see her reach this milestone. Yeah, that is so exciting. So cute. So what I also like to ask every guest is what stage of life they're in. And just if you can introduce yourself a little bit to the listeners. Yep. I'm Samantha Lee Carboni. I'm from the Embracing Health Project and I'm from Adelaide and I'm 32. At the moment, I'm staying at home looking after my little one. I've been on maternity leave for about a year now, but I've also been running my health business online only two days a week. So I've also been doing some study as well on maternity leave, but I've also been educating myself and also still learning all the things that I need to help push my business to the next level. And also I've been working on my book, crazy time with lots and lots of editing and creating new recipes to go in there. So that's what I've been doing. When I was writing these questions, I was trying to think about what girls and women would want to ask you if they just ran into you. And I'm not a mum yet, but I feel like one question that people would ask you a lot is how you manage being a mum alongside your personal health and fitness and your business. Yes, I understand that question. I'm sure so many people uh, would love to know. Um, Life is very busy and it can get quite hectic at times, but being a conscious parent is very important to me while prioritizing my own health and well-being. I find meditating for 20 minutes in the morning really does help me to be more mindful and reminds me to appreciate all the positive things in my life. I do find some days I work at uh, work at nighttime uh, when she goes to sleep because I'm able to give my work uh, my full attention. I do try to, I know it sounds bad, but I do try to get Ciara a little bit entertained. So I'll obviously give her some activities to do. I'll get her some toys and then I'll obviously just come back to the computer and, you know, set myself um, some goals. So I'll say, you know, in a half an hour, I need to accomplish this, this and this. And I find that really does help me to stay grounded in getting my work done because I know sometimes I do need to get, um, I have deadlines, so I need to get things out and out to my editors or I need to get things out to my clients. So I do need to get her set up or I will um, take her to her grandparents' house so I can get some work done. (laughs) I do like to have a schedule. So generally I will have my week planned out on there so I can make sure that I'm meeting my deadlines. Um, I always give myself a couple of extra days time frame to make sure that I do get things out when they're supposed to be out. And yeah, trying to have everything in a calendar really does help me to stay on track. How do you deal with the stress of deadlines within your business? I try to prioritize the things that are probably a little bit more important. So obviously for my business, I'll try to make sure. So at the moment, I'm prioritizing my book to get all the editing and the recipes and the photography out for that. So unfortunately, I have had to put coaching clients on hold for a little bit because my main focus has had to be on my book because that's where my main focus for my business is at the moment. So I've had to say no to certain clients or only take on a certain amount of clients. So for me, it's more about getting out things 
that have taken the longest. So once that out, then I can move to the next thing of upgrading my health program. So I'm trying to really go down the list and understand what's the most important thing for my business right now. And yeah, that's how I'm prioritizing. Yeah, I feel like that's such such good advice. What would you say that your favorite thing is about working from home? I think having that one-on-one contact with my daughter every day. So I can choose how much time I want to spend with her and um, I get to see her playing because I have my office but I, um, it's quite close to the lounge room or I have her in my office and I will set up all her toys and little games for her to play. So I have that real close contact with her. It's qu- it's quite easy for me to jump on a call with a client um, working from home. So I can work flexible hours. I can also just work at nighttime if I'm having a bad day or I have a busy day with meetings and I can't get much done. I can just work from home. So I work at nighttime to whatever time I'd like. So I love that flexibility of being able to just work whenever I feel like it. So good. So I want to change gears a little bit and ask about some of the things that you you talk about through your business. So you incorporate self-love, mind and body practices and affirmations in your work. How have these things helped you personally in the past and why do you think they're so transformative? Yes, that's such a great question. So self-love is something that you practice. It's not something that you see, it's something that you feel and that you should do every single day, which will help to raise your inner vibrations and your feelings around your self-worth. Loving yourself doesn't mean that you think you're better than anyone else. It just means that you believe in showing yourself kindness and love. You will learn to accept who you are, recognizing your so-called weaknesses and appreciating all the things that make you who you are. I really think it makes a really big difference in your family's lives. You know, if you become positive and you're embarking on this self journey where you just want to be happy, it will really affect your family because they'll see this change in you. And then they, if they've been quite negative or they're finding that they haven't got a lot of self-worth or they're experiencing some things in their lives, which is really, really draining them, by you being positive, you're going to give that positive attitude to them. And hopefully that will make them want to become more positive in their life. So you can really influence everyone around you. And what would you say your personal biggest challenge was on your journey for self-love? My personal challenge was, so I, I did bodybuilding for quite a few years and I really did, I really lost the, my love for my body. So I, I never really loved how I looked anymore because I, I went from being stage ready to um, gaining a little bit of weight and I lost my relationship with food. I had a really negative relationship with food. So I really did lose my self-worth and my self-love and it did take me quite a long time to understand that I needed to, to get that back in my life. And I think it really did start to change before I became a mother. Um, I really did start to learn that looking a particular way and being a, a, being a particular way on the scales or in clothing wasn't going to determine how beautiful I was and how much love and happiness I can show myself. So I think learning to love and accept myself was quite challenging and I really did go on a long journey to become where I have today in my self-love and acceptance. And what would you say to somebody who's embarking on their own self-love journey but they're just at the start? I would say to keep going, to find the things that are really, really important to you. If you're someone who thinks self-love and self-worth is all about 
looking a particular way, then you really need to take a step back and understand that it's actually what's on the inside. And I would really love for you to understand that you are beautiful, whether you're a size six or a size 10 or a size 14, it does not matter what size you are. Learning to love yourself is about you being present in your life and understanding all the positive things that are happening to you, why they're happening to you, and just really enjoying being who you are as a person. Like that's what it really, what really matters. If you're happy with who you are and you love your life and you love your friends and family and you're experiencing all these great things in your life, I think that's what's really more important because I do find a lot of clients saying that they don't feel worthy, they don't feel beautiful, and they're finding that this is all coming down to having a negative relationship with food, um, a bad breakup, or they've experienced something in their life that has really taken away their self-worth. And I think finding positive situations in your life, positive people, um, positive affirmations, just learning to be present in your life will really help you to understand that some little things that are holding you back, you you need to acknowledge them and learn to let them go. Mm, yeah I feel like that's really good advice because I know personally that it can be so hard when you're at the start of that journey and somebody's talking about how they have been through that journey and they're on the other side of it it's hard to imagine how it would feel yes yes I think it's I think everyone's journey is quite different and everybody can give you the tools and and can give you advice but I think you really need to go dig deep into yourself and understand what's holding you back and tackling the situations that are that are holding you back from being your best self or from holding you back from giving yourself self-love. And I think that will really help you to be able to start to go on that journey. I think acceptance is really important um, to going on a self on to going onto a positive self-love journey. Yeah, 100 percent So you've mentioned relationships with food a few times now how would you personally explain the process of cultivating a positive relationship with food a positive relationship with food has quite a few aspects but I think one of the main things is to stop searching for the perfect body because perfectionism is a soul killer and so many people today are trying to find the perfect body I think Quite a lot of us scroll through Instagram I mean I'm a victim of it you know the Instagram fit body and you know perfect abs, the perfect bar. And I think it really did make me feel less self-worth. So I started to have a bad relationship with food um, and I started to label foods good and bad. So learning that food itself is neutral and understanding that eating foods with less nutritional value isn't a bad thing. And to start to stop to feel guilty around foods that you eat um, will help will help you build a better relationship with food. I think a lot of people don't realise that they label foods. So, you know, you'll go out and you'll be like, oh, I don't want to have pizza because it's not good for me or there's too many carbs in that banana. You know, people label foods good and bad even when they are good for you. So I do have a lot of clients that won't eat bananas because they believe it's too high in sugar and they're filled with too many carbohydrates and they have a negative relationship with some fruits. Um, So... I think when you start to look at a piece of food and stop labelling it good and bad, you will start to have a better relationship with food because when you label it bad, you're actually self-rejecting and self-attacking your feelings around eating. Um, Most of the time we label food because we don't perceive it as good nutrition or it is good nutrition but there's something about it that we've labelled bad so we won't eat it. 
Um, a relationship with food that does not allow for openness and enjoyment will likely embody a lifelong battle with yourself. So food is really to be enjoyed. Um, the moment the moment that we label it bad, we're going to start to fear it. So thinking about like food that we've labeled bad will actually make us want to eat it more. And you'll start to find that you're not present when you're eating. You're starting to have negative thoughts, the guilt will start to sink in and you no longer have the ability to be present in the moment and find pleasure around food. So finding pleasure around food is really important because it starts, um, the process of digestion starts from from the head and then it goes into our gut. So if you're starting to digest the food into in a negative relationship with food, we're not going to process it to the best ability that we should. So removing labels from food will give you a better relationship with food and it also will give you better digestion and you you will learn to eat foods, a more variety group of foods. Sorry, I went into a bit of a ramble there. No, no, that was great. So when you talk about labeling foods, it sounds like you do have a really good relationship with food and that you live a quite balanced lifestyle. Can you talk a little bit about the type of lifestyle that you live and why you've decided to live that type of lifestyle? So at the moment, I do have a really good relationship with food. Quite a while ago, I didn't have a good relationship with food. So I was talking about how I did bodybuilding. You eat a really restricted diet of protein, fruit and veg. Um, You cut out quite a lot of things. So you don't have oil. This is the particular plan that I had. It was quite restrictive. You know, you'd boil your your vegetables and you would just boil your protein. And that's sort of what, what you would eat. So I actually did build... A negative relationship with food um, and I had to go on my own self journey and educate myself about the psychology of eating which is where I've got my education from. Um, so I had to go and do that for me to begin to have a positive relationship with food and now I do understand that I can go and have bread, pasta, um, I can eat all the food sources that I've spoken about before and have a positive relationship with food and I can and I can maintain my weight and I can enjoy the one of the main things I want to say is enjoy having a dessert or having something that's sweet and not feeling negative around it and I'm I'm not going to say this was easy this this took this took a good 3 years for me to really come back to being positive about my relationship with food because I really did struggle after competing because I ate a particular way for so long and then when I tried to um, incorporate these foods back into my diet I was having poor digestion gut issues Um, I was really negative I would say I'm going to gain weight by eating some bread I wouldn't eat toast I, I just really was quite negative so I I feel like my positive relationship with food has come a long way and it has taken me about three years and I want people to understand that you can get there you can get to the point that I'm at if you have experienced something like this in your life yeah 100% I've so enjoyed chatting with you but I have a few quick cues as our final segment so just whatever comes to your head first so sweet or savory sweet (laughs) early bird or night owl I'm a bit of both (laughs) okay uh smoothie or acai bowl uh smoothie and music or podcast I love music. Nice. Thank you so much, Samantha. Uh, where can people find you for more? So you can head to my Instagram, samanthalee.carbody, um, or you can go to www.samantha.leehealth.com. Awesome. I can't wait to see and hear more from you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
That is a wrap on another interview episode on the Real Health Real Talk podcast. I hope you enjoyed this chat with Sam. And if you did, don't forget to give this podcast a rating and review. I would so appreciate it. Or share it around to your friends because that honestly means the world. If you want to hear or see more from me, my Instagram is at Health, And I will talk to you in the next episode. But until then, I wish you happiness and real health.